Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Chapter 1. Wayfair welcomes you to the Waberhood. Our hero, Titus Burgess, ambled down the stylish street of an enchanting utopia. A woman waved from a chic lounger. Welcome to the Waverhood, she said, where Wafer helps everyone create a home they love. Titus stared in awe. Bohemian Boulevard, Trendsetter Terrace, Mid-Century Circle. Titus, hmm? you're reading the Wayfair catalog. Oh, you'll love Chapter 2. Wayfair's fast and free shipping saves a potluck. Wayfair, every style, every home. Making your cat happy is a number one priority. Priority number two is keeping a clean litter box. Fresh Step Outstretch Litter helps you do both. Fresh Step Outstretch Litter traps waste at the surface with less crumbles and absorbs more waste and odor compared to Fresh Step Multicat. Find Fresh Step Outstretch Litter at a store near you today. Fresh Step is a registered trademark of the Clorox Pet Products Company. Certain trademarks used under license from the Procter & Gamble Company or its affiliates. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Mikey, Mikey and Remy A show about the serious and not so serious parts of our edible world. Let's eat. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Mikey and Rin Eat In. I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. Thank you for your thunderous applause. Yeah. It's it feels great. Yeah. It feels great to be adored. We are coming to you from the backyard, uh the, the East Gardens of the uh <laughs> Chablanc estate. And so you might hear chickens in the background. Mm-hmm. You might hear water falling. Mm-hmm. You might hear construction workers mm-hmm. uh, blowing snot rockets. <laughs> All possible. <laughs> All we, possible on Lincoln Street. We have this crazy new, I'm going to put uh, up videos of it. We have this like, crazy stainless steel coffin, basically, that we've purchased. That <laughs> It's the size of like what would like a toddler would be buried in. And um and we're using it for canning tomatoes. So it's on our stove right now with like 900 gallons of water in it. And f- what is it, 15? 
Yeah, I think so. 14, 14 yeah. um, quarts of tomatoes that are just, they're making so much noise. <laughs> so we came outside. We migrated. It, we didn't want the background to sound like um, we had a, uh, a dryer full of like screws. <laughs> <in the background. laughs> screws this and is um, arguably my favorite time of year. Yeah. Um, every year we can tomatoes so that I can make my grandma's sauce mostly. Yeah. And this year we did San Marzano's and Roma tomatoes. Yeah, not so together, we're, but we're, mm, yeah, yeah, we're doing separate. them. I know, we're going to see. And we're going to have, yeah, have a head to head for sauce making. I personally like. Uh, San Marzano's, but we'll see. I know. And when I look at a San Marzano, like they're just a little bit more interesting looking. Mm -hmm. They've kind of got that, like they almost like a pepper. Yeah. Yep. Where the Romas are just like ping pong balls. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I think, I don't know. I'm interested to see. Yeah, me too. It's also your favorite time of year because it's, it's my, Mikey's birthday. It's my birthday. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> We're just getting kind of to the end of my birthday week, mm -hmm. which I didn't mean for it to be a week. I know some people are like, it's my birthday week. It's my birthday month. And they just like party the whole time and make people do things for them. <laughs> yeah. You're not usually very indulgent with your, with your birthday. I don't really care about my birthday that much. Um, I don't really care about presents. I, when I, when I get them, it's exciting, but yeah. I don't care about them. And then, um, I usually just like to have a big party. Yeah. And my birthday fell on a weird day this year. And it was a day that we had birthing class, actually. Mm -hmm. And so we decided to, we did a big hike that day and kind of had a fun experience. We ate drive-in burgers, which was so good at like this old school drive-in <laughs> in the Columbia Gorge. But then we had a little birthday party last night with some friends. It was like six of us, basically. Pizza. And I have a six-year-old. I want to have like a six-year-old's birthday party. Mm -hmm. So pepperoni pizza wings which we made which is a little bit more than a six-year-old's birthday and then chocolate cake that Rini made yeah it was my perfect birthday <laughs> well what's really fun is that we're going to be welcoming a baby to the Chablanc family you know very it. soon mm. and Tony um, party time Tony party time is coming say his name and so um we'll be able to have little six-year-old birthdays <sighs> for an actual little human. I love it. <laughs> it'll be really, it'll be really fun. But my oh, it's, what's funny is my birthday this year was 42, four plus two, six-year-old six birthday. Six-year-old birthday. Wow. Nice. Shit. Nice. I love it. We also discovered that 42 <laughs> is twice the legal drinking age. It sure is. So we bought some beer and wine and mm -hmm. I got carded, which I was like, thank you very much for doing that. Mm -hmm. uh, even though I'm bald and white bearded kind of at this point. <laughs> But Rina goes, oh, you're double, you're 21 <laughs> times two. Ouch. Sting. I just kind of need you to feel old a little bit. Oh, yeah, sure. Because yeah. Um, for those of you <laughs> that have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that this podcast was historically a um, sort of fertility and trying to get pregnant podcast. Totally. Um, and a part of- Punctuated with food talk. Punctuated with food talk. And now it's sort of the opposite. It's kind of a food podcast punctuated by pregnancy and fertility oh, yeah. things. I like that. Um, we 69 our show. But I am of advanced maternal age. Oh my God. Uh -huh. Tell me more. Or geriatric pregnancy. Turn up your hearing aids for this one, <laughs> folks. <laughs> and so I have felt old for the entire time that I have been trying to get pregnant. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, Not, and, and at every stage it's been glaring on some glaring. level one thing or another yeah now it's especially glaring because we're doing like a birthing class for instance yes and both we're yes. in, with it's three couples including us and the other two couples are like 
10 years younger than us. I would say. Or mm-hmm. more. Yep. And yep. you can, and it feels it. Oh my God. Like, I just feel like, oh, fuck. Uh, we could be these people's parents almost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're all it very is. sweet, but I can feel it. We wanted to um, we wanted to talk birthday today because it was Mikey's birthday week. Because yeah. we are going to be Ooh. welcoming a little rigatoni party time here, so we're going to be yeah. having a literal day of birth soon. <laughs> That's yeah. Um, Isn't that such an interesting thing? Yeah. yeah. But we we wanted to start out because we had a, a prenatal appointment today. Yeah. Um, they're now every two weeks now mm-hmm. that I am 30 weeks pregnant. And um, I feel a little remiss about the sugar episode because I didn't fully share yeah. um, what happened because I was, I was having a lot of feels about we talked about the gestational diet the glucose test that you take we talked about it we didn't talk about your results yeah i i thought i didn't want to share the results but now i do yeah because um i think it was really important what has happened since and um and just what especially what happened today and so for those of you that are maybe pregnant or thinking about getting pregnant or have friends that are pregnant um you know this is just information that i think that i wish that i had going in um and so the ultimately what happened from the the glucose tolerance test which is again where you drink this you come in fasting so you've got nothing no food in your system which while you're pregnant is is just a joy um and (laughs) And great for the baby sure and then you drink this really concentrated very sugary drink that tastes like flat sprite you have to finish it within five minutes we did the two-hour test so they test your blood fasting they test your um, glucose uh an hour in and they tested it two hours in yeah so my numbers were fine fasting and before we get into that yeah why Tell me, I I still don't understand the reason that you have to, like, why you're not just testing your regular glucose levels rather than why do you have to spike it? I don't know. I guess it's just because they want to see what your body does with what your blood Jet sugar does it? with a with with a load like that, um, I don't I, I don't, don't really know. That. I know it's it seems cruel in a way, which just seems like um, almost dangerous for the kid. Right, too. It's like, I know. Hey, just chug this bottle of tequila, right, and we'll see what happens. Like, well, and we also didn't get there first thing, and then we had to wait. So it was like by the time I got the two hour test, remember right. it was like noon. Sure, yeah, I yeah. was hungry and like then you 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 know your body it doesn't it doesn't like that no, of course not no, of course not when it's and, it's and to say nothing of the fact that like uh, mike sheather i might do that right <laughs> like i might find my way to a slurpee or a bag of you know sour patch kids or something but like you as a as who you are and also being pregnant you that would never fucking happen. Like right. not even close to that. So right. I know you're going to get to it, but like we had this kind of discussion, we've had this discussion, but we really had this discussion with our midwife today where I just don't understand why this test is a thing and why there's so much baggage around it, why mm-hmm. it's such a thing. Cause mm-hmm. it's just like, in what world are you going to be chugging that much sugar right. in one sitting? Well, and the other thing in one sitting is really an appropriate thing to say because you don't, you can't move. Yeah. They want you to just stay so sedentary. So you just like what stay sedentary about? for two hours, which I would, I mean, like 
I, I don't know. I just never do that. Yeah. Anyway, um, my I actually failed my glucose tolerance test. Well, to, yeah, to, <laughs> I, I interrupted you in, in the test. So, so say the whole test. Yeah. So fasting, my my blood sugar was fine. My one hour test was fine. Like super fine. And then the two hour was one point over the maximum that your blood sugar can be at that moment. Yeah, so it's supposed to be below 153 and it was 154. Right. And right. so basically what that means is there's no gray, it's black or white. So once you have that number, you now have a diagnosis of gestational diabetes. Dope. Which to me felt like an enormous crushing blow. Yeah. And I think carrying the baggage of you know, years of trying to get pregnant mm -hmm. and having an infertility diagnosis and then having a PCOS diagnosis and then having three losses under our belt. Sure. It really felt like, fuck, I don't, and the advanced maternal age, it's like, I don't need another hash mark for sure on my medical chart that makes people you know, whether you're, I don't care what kind of provider you are, you yeah. go in and you look at somebody's chart and that's, that's all the information that you have, totally. right? There's no nuance to no. it. And, and I think that's that, what was really difficult And anyone that knows you, anybody that listens to this podcast and knows Corinne or anybody that knows you in a health perspective should know that you are like the healthiest person that I know. You're you're restrictive, but kind of in the best best sense. You exercise every day. Mm -hmm. You, I mean, it's insane how healthy you are. Like that's what you're known for. So to have this feels like the the most. It's the biggest misrepresentation of what your kind of like diet and eating and all those things are. And so that's why I found it just mega frustrating. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, one thing that I've really learned is that this test, you can refuse this test, right? You can yeah. refuse any any medical test totally. ultimately, right? Yeah. And you're, yes, then you're putting, um, you know, there's, there's risks and benefits, sure, right? Totally, yeah. Um, but I think what I would have done differently is I would have just gotten a glucometer, which is just a thing that measures your blood sugar um, fasting and sure. then an hour after you eat your meals. Um, and you do have to, you do have to, um, you know, prick your finger. Right. Um, but I would have so much preferred to get that real time information, sure. which I've had to do anyway. So, right. so basically what yeah, happens, like a $10 glucose monitor, you could, yep. you can just get prick your finger. It's not a big deal. We've been doing it together on some level. Yep. So basically what you do when you get this gestational diabetes diagnosis is you then have to test your blood sugar um, and perhaps make diet modifications yeah. based on what your blood sugar is showing and what, has ultimately been the result of my testing now for a week and a half is that my numbers are far, far below what would be needed, like what the numbers are for, for having to be on medication, which right. would be insulin. Right. Um, and it's basically like the picture of when you're taking your stabbing your finger four times a day is that you don't have gestational diabetes. Right. Right. It looks like my numbers are really, really good. Right. And so, so this um, is the part that just makes me crazy. As the this is the part that's really partner. frustrating. Like, come on. <laughs> but I will say just to kind of wrap this up. So today we had an appointment with the midwife. It was, um, 
the advocacy I will say was was mostly led by Mikey who who does really well in these sort of situations <laughs> because I think that you you buck against authority a little bit. Mm. <laughs> And in some ways, your healthcare provider can sometimes look like an authority figure, right? Because oh, they're I the think ones. Most people think that. Yeah, they're the ones that are managing your care and managing your chart and all of that. And I tend to get a little, um, like, I, um, I, I get into my like good girl role, and yeah. I don't want to be confrontational, and I don't want to rock the boat. But Mikey was. <laughs> um, you know, this is something that I've got historically gotten in trouble for because I don't call anybody doctor. I never in <laughs> school would call people Mr. or Mrs. Like, I just don't, I don't believe in that. Like, maybe in elementary school or whatever, but like in college, I you know, never called anybody professor or anything like that. Fuck you. Like, I don't, I don't believe in honorariums. Well, it's great because you just like, you went in with that like white male confidence <laughs> and it was just it. yeah it was it was a beautiful thing today and i i think what then i was able to do cuz cuz mikey was not combative but just very assertive with why this test feels ridiculous why it feels insane that this is on my chart and why we don't want this to continue into the future right. because the what then happens is we're in a hospital. Mm -hmm. You're not guaranteed who your provider is. So whoever comes in sees this on the chart. And then there's a potential for your blood sugar to like continuously be tested while you are doing your birth. Right. Which sounds so obnoxious and anxiety producing and like takes you out of what you're meant there to do. Right. Which is bring your baby earthside for sure in the, the healthiest, safest way that you can. Right. For sure. Um, and so what was really cool about today, after we had this discussion with the midwife, she sat with us mm -hmm. and we put an addendum onto, onto my medical chart. Yeah. Right. So, so we went in today. I was kind of like, you know, not guns blazing, but guns cocked about, um, like not wanting this to follow you through the pregnancy, not wanting a lot of these things. And we've also heard from people that you can just have it removed from your chart. And I kind of, I asked for that. I was like, we want this removed from the chart. And basically she had a, a good way of describing to us like, okay, but just so you know, like we can remove that kind of headline from the chart, but the numbers were still, will still be there. Right. So it looks like, it'll right. look like, wait, why was this not addressed? Or did right. we drop the ball? Or did you guys drop the ball? Mm -hmm. And so we kind of And just, it could potentially open up more questions. For sure. Right? So. And so this, this way is, you know, we keep the, the, you know, the diagnosis there, but we were able to, yeah, like you said, with her, we crafted this addendum. Yeah. Which basically said- um, you know, showed up with one point over in second trimester, yeah. um, very, very well controlled through diet mm -hmm. of which I've changed nothing. Yeah. It's just my diet. <laughs> um, and you know, it was really very clear. And then I think she, there was, there was, there was something like, um, um, you know, not to be discussed unless during, medically necessary. Unless medically necessary right? Yeah, which I thought was great. So yeah, just, that felt so yeah. good. And so I just, I don't know. It was such a lesson in, um, f you know, really feeling empowered. This is your medical chart. Yeah, this is your birth or a friend's birth or a family member's birth. And so I think just really encouraging people, especially if they're in the hospital system, mm -hmm. to make sure that things are reflecting who you are. Yeah. And the and reality of yeah, you and your yeah, pregnancy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
No, so I loved I loved that. I just wanted to share that and I wanted to share it without shame. I was feeling really like shameful when the when I got the test results cuz it you know, it just feels like what am I doing? What did mm, I do to my right. baby? What, you know? And um, well, and the word yeah. and we talked about this with a couple different people, but there needs to be a different um title yeah, there needs to be a different totally. like gestational diabetes is the wrong like diabetes has so many cultural connotations and right, right. and it just it's the wrong way to say it right. it's the you know they need to come up with something that's less i don't know negatory or pejorative or whatever because yeah, it does feel like it's not it's just it doesn't represent what it actually is right because because the way that you know the midwife was describing it was really it is hormonal yeah, right sure, and totally. and that it's it sometimes has you have very little control over right. it even with diet right yeah, yeah. and so um yeah i think it's it's there's so many ways to kind of subtly guilt and shame pregnant mm, people for sure um and this this and maybe it was just my maybe it was just my response and like you know me carrying my stuff into this moment I don't think but it was. yeah i i think for a lot of people it feels um it feels really hurtful yeah. and so um yeah so we we just really wanted to come on and Hell share yeah. that experience when i just think to put a bow on it is just to say that you know your I think healthcare in our country has been taken so far away from us mm -hmm. that like, especially with something like a pregnancy and a birth, like it is yours. It's your body. Mm -hmm. You know, your body better than most health professionals advocate for yourself. If something feels wrong, say that it feels wrong. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's for a lot, you know, it's, it's the first time that it's not just your body. Oh yeah. Totally. Right. And so there's and this it literally is a different body. Yeah. And so it's this extra layer of, Oh my God, I really don't want to do the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so you're not doing the wrong thing. <laughs> Unless you maybe are. <laughs> you might be. <laughs> don't drink margaritas while you're pregnant. No, totally. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that's a really important thing to talk about. Yeah. Okay. So um, that was day of birth. So day of birth. <laughs> so we decided to talk, since it is my birthday. And we just decided to talk about birthdays. Yeah. Because I'm, I, you know, I'm someone, Rinny doesn't really have stuff that like on her birthday, it's the 4th of July. She just wants to get out, see some fireworks. Yep. And that's be kind on the of, ocean. Yeah. Be on the ocean. That's her main gig. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit more particular. Like I don't really care about having much, but I'm particular about certain things. And they all revolve around food. Yes. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... Don't really remember what my birthday parties were like as a kid, but they always, you know, everybody's birthday parties were, you know, a lot of them revolve around obviously the cake. Sure. Candles. Yep. And we did you find out anything interesting you want yeah. to share? Yeah. I mean, just just quick little hits. Yeah. Um you know, like we just we just started talking about this episode and we're like, "Why a cake?" It What's... seems weird. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like it just as easily could be cookies or muffins sure. or something more shareable. Yeah. I think it's sure. interesting that it's a one thing. So this is um, sort of corroborated on several different websites. Um, Farmer's Almanac, All Recipes. We've got a couple different. <laughs> My Farmer's Almanac. A <laughs> couple different um, peeps talking about this. But the fuck is Farmer's uh, Almanac? Apparently it was... Um, the Romans. Yeah. Yep. Right. I saw that too. Yeah. Sort of ancient Rome um, that really started celebrating like just kind of ordinary lay people birthdays. Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> um, because before that it was like 
you know, religious figures, right? right? Gods. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Um, when I saw, and I think that they also, the they kind of adopted a lot of the the things. They just basically made it a small wedding. Right. Because it was like, right. they, were, they had wedding stuff and they're like, oh, birthdays. And so they made just kind of an, like a mini wedding almost. Right. I thought this was really interesting. So um, any Roman man that was turning 50 years old mm. would receive a cake. I mean, 50? 50. In ancient Rome? Yeah. That seems like enormously long. Totally. Like a, That's like a hundred year old person. Um, <laughs> so you have to wait 50 years to get a fucking cake. No kidding, right? <laughs> and so- Now um, we give one year old smash cakes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Suck on that, Romans. <laughs> and women, it turns out, are allowed oh, to have cakes now too. Congratulations. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, oh, it was a, Oh, you did say specifically 50 year old men. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dumb no women. Me. It's, it specifically says here, we're not celebrated until about the 12th century. So, oh, good. um, <laughs> but men would get their beautiful wheat flour, nuts, yeast, honey cakes. Oh yeah. Sounds um, nice. and so that is really, <laughs> um, it looks to me like the inception of, okay. of the birthday cake. Yeah. I just I mean, birthdays, they loomed so large in elementary school, like in my childhood, uh-huh. I think in everybody's childhood, uh-huh. but I have like some of my biggest memories are like, well, A, the horror in the fact that I had to invite everyone from my class. Ouch. Remember, did you have to do that? I I, I can't remember having birthday parties like that. Oh yeah, I, see, I, I don't know. I have these pictures from like elementary school and I'm like, wait, why the fuck was that kid there? I wasn't even, <laughs> I didn't like them at all. But yeah, you, I think the rule in our school was if you invited one person, you have to invite everybody. Oh. It's like the Valentine's, you have to give them to everybody. And I was like, well, yeah. I want to give it to Missy. Like, Oops. Can I say her name? (laughs) Don't say her full name. Early crush. Um, Well, my memories are more family birthdays. Like that's kind of, um, I actually have a a distinct (laughs) memory of, because it's the 4th of July, right? So it's like family is kind of gathering anyway. And what do, you know, Italian Americans do but gather and eat? And it was... um, Clams Casino. Oh, is at your like, birthday? Yeah. It's like, a, no. I mean, no, not what. Are you for kidding kid? me? No, I loved clams as a kid. Wait, what's Clams Casino? Bacon and cheese? Bacon, no cheese. Bacon, oh. breadcrumbs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Those and are good. then like garlic and, you know, then you can kind of, you can put peppers. Sure. Um, what am I thinking of? Royale? No. I don't know. Vegas style. <laughs> I don't donkey know. Style? Clams Casino, though, I That's an love. intense kids thing. Totally. I don't even remember. I think it was probably pizza and things like that at my parties. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, I, we, I think we did showbiz pizza, or which is like Chuck E. Cheese. Yep. And my favorite thing there, I can't remember if it was my birthday or other people's birthdays, but, you know, they had the animatronic animals. <laughs> <laughs> and then they would have them come on. It's like, the say it's your birthday. And then some poor fucker that was making like two dollars an hour would have to go, Michael, the say it's your birthday, Patrick. It was great. And it would come out through like that crazy animatronic bear's mouth. <laughs> I like that it was only Irish people that celebrated. Well, I know. That's the only two names I can think of. There. Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. It was, we had, ours was called Showbiz O'Patties. Yeah. <laughs> it was basically stew. It was like mutton stew. And then cup. Showbiz Pizza had the, the, the cuppy pepperoni mm. that would like just be the oil cups. For sure. Oh, God. I used yeah. to love that shit so good it was great and it's and i just you know i mean but so my birthday preference forever has been pound cake 
Huh. So my mom, <laughs> starting at a certain age, she made pound cake, you know, which is called a pound cake because it's, you know, pound of butter, pound of flour, pound of sugar. Sure. Think, is it just those three ingredients? Ooh, I don't Maybe. know. But yeah, and I would have pound cake with like seven minute icing, that kind of clear, jizzy looking icing <laughs> <laughs> on top until four years ago, five years ago, six years ago, something like that. Yeah. Rinnie made this cake from, it's a food and wine recipe yep. and it uses like simple syrup in it. So it becomes this like insanely moist, don't mm. say moist on a podcast, but insanely <laughs> moist juicy what should we say instead of fluffy it was a juicy fluffy <laughs> yeah unctuous <laughs> not claggy uh but cake and she made it last night fuck me if it isn't the best cake i've ever had our friends that were over were like what yeah and and pro tip on this cake because we're gonna share the recipe for it yeah um don't overcook the cake like yes. almost take it out earlier than you think it should be out. Like Rinny sunk a toothpick into one of the two layers and she brought it out and it still had a little bit of mm-hmm. cakeism on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's done. Yeah. And just leave it in the, the cake mold, you yeah. know, let it, let it cool. Cause it'll keep kind of cooking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Sure. Carry over um, cooking. And, and then the, the frosting is an, again, like a simple syrup with heavy cream basically. Right. And it oh. is a foolproof, like the, one of the and I I don't care about cake at I don't either, all at all um but it is a magnificent cake yeah if and when Corinne and I open a um something wine bar <laughs> restaurant something of the source of the what <laughs> sure <laughs> something of the type sort. um sort that's the word I was looking for <laughs> uh this one hundred percent will be on the menu it might be the only thing on the menu yeah it Ma- is um. It's that good. Oh, yeah. We ordered um, <laughs> Demos a pizza, which is like this kind of Connecticut style, um, New Haven style pizza. So good. Just like thin crust, blistery, yummy. We had three different types. There's pepperoni. We had like kind of a, a wild cheese one that was like, it was like a regular cheese pizza, but it had like burrata on it. And then like pesto. this crazy pe- pesto spiral that was great. And then we had one that was like a cacio e pepe. Sort of like they took the pasta dish and like made it into the pizza. It was mm-hmm. so good. And then we just air fried wings at the house. So just like salt and pepper um, on wings that I had been, you know, I had left them out in the fridge with just a little salt uncovered. So they developed a little bit of like a pellicle, like a little bit of the kind of sticky skin that mm. helps them crisp up and then toss them in oil, toss them in the air fryer and then, and just, and then dip your own sauce. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, but I am a, I like naked wings, sauce on the side, mm-hmm. keep them crispy until you dip it. And I will fist fight. I was about to say fist fuck. I will fist fuck and fist fight anyone who wants to battle about this because sauce wings are bullshit. Oh, you've completely um, convinced me. Yeah, it's so you know. It's, I th- I watch people get sauced wings, and I'm like, you you just ruined your wings, right? Because the the great part, especially, and you know, like you're not we're not deep frying them, right? We're putting right. them in the air fryer, mm-hmm. but they still do get like nice and crispy, oh, super crispy. And then you know, my jam is just a, like straight up buffalo wings. So right. then we use um, some butter and some franks. Yep, and. That's it. Then oh, you yeah. have your dipper and it's great. But we you know we also had some barbecue sauce and a couple sure, other totally. options too. But yeah. um wow. Yeah. Really I've also, and then a big, huge farmer's market salad. Oh yeah. 
And it's, I, which I ate none of last night because fuck that. I was just like pizza wings. And, <laughs> and then farmer's market, carrot, mm-hmm. um, carrot and, and celery. celery and blue cheese. Yeah, yeah. the little wings crudite. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the other thing that's happened with our birthday, my birthday, is that we're starting to receive gifts both from the registry for baby and then I'm also like, people have kind of been like, they sent gifts early, sent gifts late, like people in our family. So I've had like five or six days in a you row really have. of presents you to really open. You really have. And yeah. while I said I don't give a shit about presents, oh boy, I love presents. <laughs> it's been great. And some it's of them are presents great. like for our little baby. Yes. And so like little baby shoes and we got bottles and like, I don't know, it's just so awesome to be able to like celebrate my birthday and also the birth of, of my progeny. Yeah. My totally. heir, <laughs> the heir to the Chablanc fortune estate grounds. So it looks like um, the sort of contemporary birthday celebration mm. um, was brought to us by the Germans. Oh yeah, no, the Germans, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the Germans brought us most a lot of things. Yeah, I mean, no. I think a lot of our well, <laughs> yes, Germans, they did. you know, you did. No, but Germans are dope. Yeah, now. and and um, <laughs> but like so birth I, or I, like Christmas stuff. I think a lot of our Christmas yeah. stuff comes from Germany and Austria. Yeah, it looks like um, it was in the 18th century. It was children's birthdays that right. were really celebrated. The, the, which the Kinder something. Kinderfest. Yeah, Kinderfest. Well, and we're also a la talking about Mike Sheether's birthday last night. I yeah, mean, it really was like a six-year-old's birthday. Yeah, so. I felt very kin- kindredy. The, I mean, also we're talking about birthday stuff. That's like a lot of this is very uh, Eurocentric. Absolutely. White birthday stuff. Yeah. Cause we're talking, I mean, so one of the things that was dope was I was reading about like the ways that like in South America, how they celebrate happy birthdays. Mm. It, I don't know why I said that, <laughs> but like they'll sing happy birthday, but like in, in Uruguay, um, they touch, they have to touch the person on the head or the shoulder either after they sing happy birthday or while they're singing happy birthday. Cool. I th- thought that was really cool. Like everybody gets a hand on you. Cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like that. The happy birthday song. And then Peru, there was another one where they sing it in English and then also in Spanish, hmm. which I don't know why they have to sing it in English. Like, right. English. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, it, it's... it's. Uh, I wonder if the Americanized, like if we've exported the idea of kind of the like the way happy birthday, why do I keep saying that? But birthdays look. Because like the yeah. happy birthday song, I think is like kind of an American invention. Right. Well, and it looks like this sort of original um, German celebration was no gifts. Right. It was just like, <laughs> you know, people coming to, you know, give well wishes sure. for the year. Right. And probably like a lot of those German things, like there was some terrifying element of it, which is like, <laughs> if you don't sing to the, baby, to the kid that they're going to be taken away by a monster down the river or something. Right. And it looks like Campus. they followed um, in the 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 sort of ancient Greek tradition of mm. of candle lighting candles. Yeah, sure. Um, so the candle thing has always been weird to me. And then a lot of the research that I saw was about um, spit mm. and just the amount how of, much spit gets on a cake. Oh yeah, yeah, and disgusting. Just the, yeah, and especially I, I remember at kids' birthday parties like those the. Um, you know, the, 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 you can't blow them out candles, whatever those totally. are called. And all the kids would try to help out and we totally. spitting all over the fucking cake. Yeah. And then we'd all eat it. Yeah. I mean, after COVID, I'm like, are we, ser- you have the, you have kids <laughs> spitting all over the cake. You have balloons that someone's blown up with their disgusting mouths that are like <laughs> popping. And like, just like, those are like COVID grenades going off everywhere. <laughs> the fact that kids don't get sick all the time at every birthday party, sure. which I guess they kind of do. 
it's yeah, it's just it's a one big fucking spit fest. I really appreciated Mikey's because we did do candles <laughs> for him, just two candles. Yeah, a two and a four in that order. Yeah, I did um, those twenty four. You're welcome. And I really appreciated your blowout because um, it was very quick. Yeah, it was like and this. very low on the spit volume. It was like this. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really impressive. It was great. I'm proud of myself too. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Oh, so baby, little baby man, rigatoni uh-huh. party time. Uh, last week we missed an episode, but he was a an acorn squash size then, mm-hmm. which is um, this big. I'm holding up my hands in kind of like a globe <laughs> shape. And then this week, what is he, Rindog? A zucchini. He's zucchini. So now he's suddenly like this big, like a 12 inch long uh-huh. or eight inch long zucchini. But it's like zucchini and cylindrical. Is not, and then remember how the week before it was an eggplant. So that's a little bit more kind of like that. That shape makes sense to me because like a big kind of globe eggplant. Those are kind of like baby size. Right. What are we doing, everybody? But like I don't, I don't know. It's just so strange because an eggplant can be much bigger than a oh, zucchini sure. and vice versa. One Japanese so. eggplant. Da, 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 da. Totally. But can't we just can we stick with spheres? I know. I know. Because baby know. is in like the fetal position, so that's like kind of spherical. Right. Um, or oblong, but like don't. What are we doing? with all these tubular cylindrical fruits. I know. I, I'm, I, I, veg. I, I really don't. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get don't it understand. Either. I know. But we are going to eat the baby this week. So we're going to eat some Zuchainai. We actually had Zuchainai last night on one of the pizzas. It was on the Cacho e Pepe pizza. That is the one slice I had. And yeah. it was it was um, delightful. Yeah. Maybe we'll do uh, acorn squash zucchini hybrid meal. Whoa. Ooh, ooh, watch yourself. Yeah, careful. Well, thanks for tuning in, you guys. We love having you. Hope you had some laughs. Hope you had some learns. Um, I hope that, you know, I think this, I'm really glad, Rennie, that you decided to bring up the, uh, you know, our our appointment today. Yeah. Because I think just the idea of advocating for yourself and especially people that are going through the birth world Mm -hmm. and kind of, uh, and especially infertility. There's a lot of moments where people tell you that you don't have a choice and that you don't get to have a say. And, uh, you know, you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We love you guys. Um, we let's, love you. Let's eat at MikeyandRin.com. Um, at Rin. Uh, what? At, <laughs> at Mikey and Rin on Instagram. That's kind of all the pertinent information. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Get at us if you, um, if you have something to say. I love that. <laughs> I love you. Love you. We love all of you guys too. Bye, fam. Bye. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. 
I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home.